0: Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win, including boosted same-game parlays for the upcoming NBA action after the football season. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's Bet $10, Win $200 offer. Just bet $10 and win 200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit dot Download the app, bet big, and win bigger, and let's get after it. Bet 10 Win 200 is not available in Michigan. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER, and in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. one 889
1: 9789 Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast, March Madness Edition. Ow, mm. ah. Today we're hitting basketball, football, coaches, news, live streams. Chris and Macon are going to kick things off with NFL free agency winners and losers Then we're going to talk a little basketball. We're going to determine what each NCAA tournament head coach actually does for a living. Then Chris and Macon are going to reveal their brackets, go through their picks. After that, we roll through some of the NFL news stories that dominated the headlines in the afternoon with Dr. Fax. And then we've got a couple highlights from our March Madness live stream. One piece of NFL news you'll note missing is the most recent Deshaun Watson info. We cleared the studio before that latest news broke, so we'll certainly hit it next week. Happy days, folks.
0: All right, here's the deal. It's, we're, it's almost noon. Uh, we got no guests. We don't care. It's, like the, it feel, it's got like major last day of school vibes. Uh, the NCAA tournament starts here in about like 45 minutes.
2: And
0: indeed. Indeed. It feels right. It feels like it's time. We haven't had like a real tournament with all the fans in the stands in, I don't know, it feels like three years. years. Yeah, but it's been three. And as I said, we got no guests. Fuck it. Well, by design, you know, but yeah. fuck it indeed. Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we got the, the gang in here. Today's going to be a fun show. We're going to try to, to get back on, the, on track with a little bit of the football news. We haven't talked about so much of that because college basketball, our personal lives, which uh, is like March Madness, has taken over our professional lives, which is talking about the NFL, and we have neglected that. So we will give you a heavy dose of NFL Today winners and losers, but it's just us. As soon as we finish recording this... We're going to be live streaming. So like, as you listen to this, your today, our yesterday, you missed a great live stream on Thursday. I'm sure of it. Brandon Graham, you can expect more of the same on Friday afternoon. Your today. Make sure you go to youtube.com. Green light tube. There it is. Green light tube. There we go. So yeah, check us out. Check out the live streams uh, and we should be having a lot of fun. No guests. That means no ears for me. No ears. All pod. No, no headphones. Don't need them. Houston, Texas.
3: Hello. I'm back. A uh, shout out to Rose. So, um, yeah, I was aware that I was kind of dogging Houston there every time it was brought up.
0: Yeah, a lot of concrete is what I keep hearing. Well,
3: that's what I heard on on having never been there before. It's a lot of concrete, a lot of roads, and there's nothing wrong with. Either of those things, really. And I had a delightful time in my one, one stay in Houston. You won a Super Bowl. A lot of and, road noise in Houston. I, uh, yeah, more like Carlitzville, you know, <laughs> yeah. over there. And, uh, but one. no, I'm, I apologize to Rose. I apologize to anybody who uh, was offended by my comments regarding Houston. It's, um, it's a place.
0: It is a place. It's a special place to me. The only time I really spend any time there. Fell into winning a Super Bowl. So, thank you, Houston. Mm -hmm. And and by the way, Houston, the the Cougars are going down.
3: Yeah, that's not going to actually happen. We'll reveal our brackets a little later. We will,
0: uh, in a few. I just want to say hello to, I don't know, have we said Chandler, Arizona? We have said Chandler, Arizona. Probably, only because. pick a place in Arizona. Birthplace of uh,
3: Bryce Perkins. I don't know about birthplace, but he claims Chandler, Arizona as a hometown.
0: So, fuck it, let's. How about Tucson. Tucson, sure. I feel like we've been there. Definitely done
3: Tucson. How about got a lot Yuma? How about Yuma? Yuma, Arizona.
0: So yeah, in Yuma, Arizona, they don't have um, daylight savings time. Russell Crowe, when he went there in that movie, his character was confused as fuck, uh, trying to rob a train, doesn't uh, know what time it is. Uh, you're you're thinking of uh, Gerard Butler? Gerard Butler's in the movie uh, where he's a prisoner and kills a guy with a cell phone. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Uh, Law-abiding citizen. Taking an opportunity to rail on that. This is about March 13th to November uh, 6th. The reign of terror is over. You know what those dates mean? Daylight savings time? That's right. Um, Sleep deprivation, heart attacks, strokes, confusion, uh, syphilis, car accidents, um, violence, and I'm not talking about like cocaine that's not what's happening here. It's daylight savings time, and I'm glad to see you survived. You had a peck uh, issue a couple of days ago. We thought it might be a heart attack. Daylight it's, savings got Razor Ramon. Rest in peace.
3: It still really hurts, by the way, in yeah. my in my chest. Yeah. But I think that that shows that it is a a, a more of a muscular thing and not a uh, an acute heart attack.
0: Well, I wish your aorta could hear that. Congress is all that stands between us and no more daylight savings time. And this is really good. Is there anybody who's not excited about daylight savings time? Well, me here's go figure.
3: Can you, well, (laughs) can you dial this up for me? Yeah. I'd like it to be light about 7am and dark about 7pm. Can that be arranged? Because these days when I look outside at 7.30pm is light out. I'm messed up.
0: Talk to the makers of the sunshine protection act.
3: I get up with the kid and the six is pitch black. It was starting to get I kinda like the the other one. You where like the other one? I like it's when it's when it's darker
0: earlier. Yo, lighter earlier. Like is anybody else Well, I'm like a damn
3: farmer. I'm like Mr. Jefferson. I wanna I wanna I wanna start early.
4: I need it changed. Be done. I, I hate the spring forward when you're like if your body clock says it's seven AM but you have an eight AM meeting or something like that.
0: The only good thing about daylight savings is um, well you guys were talking about how convenience stores were lobbying uh, to keep daylight savings, which is kind of confusing to me because I read this, but like the guy who wrote Spring Forward, he's a time-changing expert, he's a professor at Tufts. What we don't tend to know as Americans is that the biggest lobby on behalf of daylight savings since 1915 in this country and to this very day is the Chamber of Commerce. They understood something very early on. If you give workers daylight, when they leave their jobs, they are much more apt to stop and shop on their way home. Wow! Makes yeah, sense. it's pretty fucking interesting there. And you guys, you guys oh, it's dark. Yeah, you want to get home. You want to get home. Here's the bad thing about daylight savings. I never know how to set my alarm. Like those two days well, the, of the year, the phones these days have it figured out. The phones have it figured out, but you're still like not trusting the phones. You know what I mean? Like you just set your alarm and like set it and forget it, like that's not enough for me. I wake up in the middle of the night on March 13th or whatever it is to check what time it is. Trust issues. Yeah, I have trust <laughs> issues. Um, I do like, only...
4: I do like seeing the errors in the TV guide. Like, you know, when you press the guide on the TV and it stays at midnight for like a full hour and it looks like Rocky four is only 30 minutes long.
0: My TV. Boy, what a thrill. Yeah, that is a fucking, Good God. my TV has never been set correctly. Um, but the only good thing about daylight savings is the extra hour at the bar you get in the fall. When you yeah, used that to go was, to bars, that was yeah.
3: cool when we were eighteen to twenty-two it's years old. Cool <laughs> It is not cool anymore. College football's raging. Nothing good happens after midnight. I'd like I've, I've uh, adjustment here to what I said earlier. I'd like it light at uh, six thirty and then dark at six thirty.
0: Okay? Light at six thirty, dark at six thirty. Reed, where are you on this?
1: I agree with uh, with macon's contention is is uh a cowboy I, I, just, I just want it light in the morning you wake light up in the you morning want to do stuff that's right you want the light
0: i want like that summertime you know 8 p.m sunset that's i i will agree with you that there is a
3: draw to that oh there's such a draw there's a draw to that but I've, i have, i have a young child with, that's right with whom i get up you that'll know that'll change oh okay so she gets up like Quarter seven these days, they they start sleeping in later. When does that happen?
0: I mean, it depends on the kid, but you know, my kid will do a seven forty five sometimes. Seven forty five, if he's really tired. But you got what you got to do there is keep him up late playing switch until ten p.m. Okay, all right. The whole strategy it's kind of like daylight savings. You just adjust their standard time. Okay, layup line. Um, I think that's what it is today. That's what it's got to be. Yep, we got to respect the sanctity of this day. And let me. Be the first to wish uh, everybody a happy St. Patrick's Day. You're all hungover. um, So maybe you don't want to hear it, but uh, love St. Patrick's Day and happy birthday to my mama. I'm a couple days late. Oh, nice. um, As you're listening, but uh, you know, it's her fault. Her birthday fell between podcasts. All you people were born in March. Yeah, it's like a big March thing. Yeah, got a son, March, wife, March, mom, March, others, March. You. Me, obviously. Yeah. I mean March twenty eighth. Yeah, that's right. Um, My birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Kenny Kenny Chesney also March. Yup, yup, yup. Is in Lady Gaga March twenty sixth or twenty eighth. I share with with Lady Gaga. Kenny Chesney shares the wife's birthday. Yes. All right. So, the lovely wife. Layup line. We're gonna do the CBS intro song. We call
3: it CBS for now. Did you know that Round Ball Rock, uh, NBA on NBC, is now uh, owned by Fox Sports? Fox Sports. Sports. I Fox heard that Sports this morning. played I it mean, on, on, on their college basketball games, which is a, a weird – I mean, it's great to hear it, but it just doesn't feel right.
0: What makes you happier, the Round Ball Rock or the CBS jingle?
3: It's the March Madness CBS jingle, it's but it's you close. Only get, you
0: only get it once a year. Yeah. but there's A lot to be said for the Round Ball Rock thing because for a long time as kids, like that was what was on TV. And it must be the nostalgia of the 90s NBA. Marv Albert. Uh, yeah, Marv Albert. Welcome to the United Center. I saw that guy who, who composed Round Ball Rock, John Tesh. Tesh, play Round Ball Rock at Red Rocks.
3: I think I re- you saw it live or you've seen no, the video? I saw a video of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It think, was lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That video is lit. He's it's bouncing a lit video. all around. A,
0: oh, my God. That yeah. guy's got energy. Yeah. I'll put that up there with uh, probably the old Sports Center song. That makes me happy. The Office song makes me happy. Probably Mm. makes you really happy. You hear The Office song, you get in a good mood.
3: I mean, sure, sure. I, one of my favorite all-time programs. I don't know if the jingle No, I think we
0: all like The Office better than you in here. I would say we probably know more about The Office in here than you. Yeah. Shall we get to winners and losers and give the people some NFL stuff? I feel like free agency started the other day. Everybody signed a a deal and we, we only talked about Tom Brady. So we had basketball in the brain let's get it started shall we so we're gonna do winners and losers it's a segment that we only do Mm -hmm. winners and losers we've done this two shows in a row i think we'll keep doing it copyright
3: what about what about people who are less concerned with the outcome and 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 more committed to the journey
0: i mean they're the real winners in my book no question that's us right um and by the way before we get into the free agency stuff i was on espn.com and I was oh, looking, women's yeah. Women's tournament challenge? No, I was there for free agency because I pay more attention to college basketball and especially women's college basketball. So I had to do a little homework on this. Who's but the defending
3: national champ in women's college? Oops?
0: We're on to the, the okay. winners and losers, cool. dude. Cool. <laughs> Loser, you for, for f- slowing us down here. We're yeah. trying to get to okay. The tournament starts in two minutes.
3: Yeah, shoot. It's uh, Michigan. Michigan, we already we already discussed. Anyways. It. Go blue, by the way. Hey. Hey, I got Michigan straight up. You want Colorado State? Yes.
0: Okay. What Fi- do you want to Five bet? bucks. Five bucks? Why don't, yeah. don't we bet something? Okay. Why don't we bet a song again? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You Some gotta t- t- it's sing a gotta song. it's gotta be either a
3: blue's gotta be in it for if you. I, if
0: I win, yeah, it's blue or Michigan or and, it's gotta be Bob Seeger.
3: And Ram is Yeah, there's got, an Al okay. Green song, it'd
0: be easy for you. Like a rock. Yeah, I do like a rock. Yeah. No problem. Shout out to Howie Long. Like a rock personified. Yep. Um, got to see Bob Seger with my dad. That was really cool. Hey, Bob Seger, I invited you to my celebrity golf tournament in uh, Charlottesville. So if Bob Seger hears this, we'd love to have you come come down. Let's I, turn
3: the page. I saw the Dalai Lama with my dad. Did was you cool. really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a one up.
3: Yeah. No, Biggie. Uh,
0: me and my dad met. Jesus. I met my dad
3: when I uh, when I was born. He was right there. Okay. Cool.
0: When I was on the ESPN.com page, I, my finger slipped, <laughs> and uh, I ended up on standings, not news, and everybody had zeros next to their, you know, so let, let's not get out ahead of ourselves. We don't know what any of this means. I mean, like, we're gonna talk about Jacksonville in a couple minutes. I think since 2012 they spent a billion dollars in free agency. How's that going? And there's only four teams, so I this, saw this chart, uh, there's four teams that are on, that are above average in, in, in spending and winning. So like, you know, do the math. There's not a lot of teams uh, that are that are actually getting this thing right. The Patriots were one of them, but you can't even take the Patriots as like some blueprint for free agency because they've had an easier path to acquiring players at a lower rate. Bill's also shooting as hell. Wrong. A la Chris Long. You had to write it right the first time, Chris Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I thought Chris Long who should have been on a 9 million dollar prove it deal like Evan Ingram. Holy shit, is that what prove it deals have come to now? I hate to
3: say this. Uh where where will Evan be trying to prove himself?
0: Oh. <laughs> that news uh dropped from your purview. Yeah. Uh Evan Ingram's going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. Oh, thank God. The tune of 9 million it was good you traded him out of division thank and all that God. stuff.
3: Yeah, you want to stay there because No,
0: I think we I think we start with America as a winner. Okay. Football fans in America are winners because Joe Buck and Troy Aikman mm. are headed to, uh, to Monday Night Football. Listen, Joe Buck is my favorite. One of my favorite. There's so many good play by play guys in sports, but he's up uh, there. False. He's up there.
3: Yeah. He's oh, up there. Oh, for sure. He's at the top. I don't think there are very many good
0: ones. I mean, there's probably a list of 10. That you really respect, and yeah. You, but how
3: many people are there, like on the
0: planet? You know, you're right. You're right. But there's a lot. It's 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 kind of like the quarterback conversation. There's only so many that can do it. But uh, to to crown Joe Buck as the best in the country, it would be you know that that would be. I'd have to think about it. You know, shout out to Kevin Harlan. Shout out to anybody. Ryan Eagle calling the, Michigan, Colorado State, Pasch, right here. who's sitting there. Kevin Burkhart with b- wrangling Bill Walton like mm-hmm. you deserve a I don't want to say a purple heart because I don't want to piss anybody off but like you deserve some sort of a medal for for wrangling Bill Walton I bet you feel like uh, Pash a little bit sometimes.
3: Sometimes. I bet you feel like Pash sometimes. I do.
0: There <laughs> 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 were two Bill Waltons and one was in a bad mood all the fucking time. That would be us calling a game. Alright so do you guys like Joe Buck? John? Honestly.
4: Yeah, no, I do like Joe Buck, but I think he's a better baseball announcer than football announcer, right. so I have Major League Baseball as a loser because he's been announcing the World Series for over 20 years. Like, I can remember in 2001, the iconic one between the Diamondbacks and Yankees, you know, you hear his voice, and when it, stop I guess it was the, the last team. time.
0: Yeah. What, what, uh, what else will he be doing at ESPN? Do we know? I'm not sure. You can't just give Joe Buck one thing. Listen, man, Joe Buck, if he does that one thing well – I guess a loser in this is the Manning cast. I'm not saying the, the Manning cast is like, is, is nobody's gonna watch it, but this is definitely, uh, you know, your competition is now Joe Buck. I might be watching Joe Buck and Troy. Listen, I think he does a really good job of letting things breathe. Like, he, we talked about that when, he had him, when we had him on the pod. Like, I think he's had a couple incredible calls in the last five years. Patrick Robinson back the other way, looking for a block.
5: Gets it, Robinson, for the touchdown.
0: One of them being the NFC Championship, uh, Eagles, Vikings. I've heard that Robinson looking for a block, gets it, he's in the end zone, uh, and it's just crowd noise, or it's the Minneapolis Miracle or Minnesota Miracle or whatever it was. And that led to that. So, really good calls by Joe Buck in my recent memory. I think, you know, America wins for having him on Monday Night Football. Here's a warning to Joe. Yeah.
3: He's currently experiencing people liking him. Right. You know, he's done that that switch. Mhm. That's as choppy a water as people not
0: liking you, okay? So be careful. Mass singer, by the way, called it. He's that popular. He's on Mass Singer. You know when you're on Mass Singer, people, you know,
3: so you sing songs behind a mask. Yeah. And then people guess Who you're your out, identity there's some
0: clues and shit. And you got it right. Yeah, I got Joe Buck right. Okay. One down. I think the next one's Jordan Milata. But let's go on to the next uh, winner and loser. W- what else do you all have? Winner, Ashton Kutcher. Because I thought I was being
3: punked when I saw that Von Miller number. I thought that might have been two for
0: six. Nah, six for 120. <sighs> Quick Ashton Kutcher aside, met him after double doink. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, but visibly angry. After that game, like oh. does not take a loss well. Yeah,
3: good for him. He couldn't even put a
0: smile on his face to like meet people. He's very cordial, but he was mad after the game. He's a real fan. He's
3: from a Nebraska or an Iowa, something like that. I like that Ashton Kutcher, but I that, do too. That Von Miller number. Damn, he's a he's an older
0: fella. Winner Toronto. Okay, I don't think people know this about Toronto and Buffalo. They're pretty close. I mean, you know that, but some people that. don't look at maps, fan. don't know. Yeah. Guys, up in Buffalo, they party a lot in Toronto, and so Toronto's a winner because Von Miller's going to be there a lot. Like Von Miller, I know he's older, and when you get older in the league, you can't party as much because your body doesn't, you know, like recover the same way. But that was me as a white guy with love handles. I think Mm -hmm. Von Miller can still party. I think he's still pass rush. I think he's going to be in Toronto a lot. The first time I met Von was at a, uh, a, I think it was a, it's a place called Rehab in vegas it's not like what you think it's a pool party it's offensive yeah well talk to rehab so von miller was wearing a full space suit at the pool it's 110 degrees i yeah i walked up to von and he pulled up his fucking bot you know like the astronaut visor that's the kind of party animal he is and i want to see what he can do in toronto i think toronto's a winner there
3: loser cowboy reed bronco superfan the uh the 18th best Bronco of all time will not be coming home. He'll be headed to Sorry about that, Reed. Central New York.
0: But Randy Gregory might be awesome.
1: Indeed. Indeed. We've fleeced uh, the Cowboys the last couple times because the last them. time a number 94 from the Cowboys came to the Broncos and we signed a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, it worked out pretty well.
0: What do you got, Reed? You got a, What's your favorite winner or loser?
1: I did have you as a winner for picking Joe Buck as uh, the mass singer the other night. I know you guys just mentioned that uh, winner.
0: Thirty-eight people cared on Twitter.
1: That's okay. You did. You still did good. <laughs> I did good. Winner Red Rocks and other music venues Red in Rock. in and around Denver and Colorado. They'll have uh, Sierra as a future performer. Can get her. Uh, winner Drew Locke. He needed a new start, and I'm excited for him. I hope he does well, but yeah. I hope he doesn't ruin really the season. You really have a soft season. spot
0: for White Mike Vick.
1: Yeah, winter towels in the Tampa Bay area because Ryan Jensen is returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he needs to wipe up that butt sweat.
0: He does need to wipe up that butt sweat. Tom was like, "Hey, I'm coming back. Get down here and bring a couple towels."
3: Hey, how do we pronounce Ali Marpet?
0: Marpet, I think.
3: Loser, his mobile phone because Tom's probably hitting it up on no the question. regular.
0: No question.
3: Like, hey, yeah, I'm back. Didn't, yeah, don't know if you saw it.
0: Bucks won free agency so far. I really think they did. Um, they got Gage, I think. Yeah. So they added a, a nice, uh, you know, piece outside, and then they basically, um, you know, you lose a guard, you gain a guard, and they they gained Shaq Mason, who's one of Bill Belichick's favorite players and um, evidently not this year, but uh, Tom Brady's favorite for sure. And so, yeah, and I And they, they kept and signed uh, Aaron Stinney. A they like yeah. guest Aaron Stinney. Shout out. shut out, friend of the program. Charlottesvilleian. Villian.
4: I, I got some losers. Uh, Houston Texans. Can you guys name one player they signed? Oh, I one looked at the whole signed. list
0: last night and it was a lot of like bad teams. You know, it's just a bad team.
4: Yeah. Uh another loser, JD McKissick signed a contract with Buffalo to play with Josh Allen, 2 years, 7 million dollars. And then after agreeing to that contract, decides to go back with the Commanders, which to me it's like going back into a relationship that you probably shouldn't be too excited about to begin with.
0: No question, but you get that you up text from Carson Wentz, you're up. He's going to be he's going to be checking down to JD McKissick a lot. And he should. That would have been an awesome pickup for Buffalo. I had them as a winner. I did not know he pulled a, you know, like oh, I was a, watching Sports pull Center the other a night Belli-check. with Scott. Yeah. He pulled a McDaniels. And yeah, I was I was watching Sports Center with Scott the other night and he was jacked up about the McKissick thing for Buffalo. Uh why? Why? That's what they need there. They need guys in catch the ball in the backfield. They need pass rushers. They grab one. Um, so yeah, McKissick, I could see that a couple
4: winners saw Bridgewater sign with Miami for 6.5 million that feels like a pretty good bargain for the Dolphins either as you know insurance quarterback or maybe a trade chip
0: dog Bridgewater's the winner there he's from South Florida
3: Connor Williams uh, two for 14 I like that I like I like Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert at Miami I like what Miami's doing loser Miles
0: Gaskin exactly like he's just like shit um can I get a, get a big loser, Seattle? And I don't want to get too soapboxy here, but when you've got a guy like Bobby Wagner for a long time, you tell him when you're moving on from him. Like, he does not find out somewhere else. And uh, Schneider had this whole spiel about, well, we've dealt with a lot of players who have agent who, do, who represent themselves before, and that can be tricky because, you know, you, you you have a deal lined up, you bring it to the player, he's essentially the agent, that's tricky. You can't leave uh, you can't leave that to players who don't have representation that represent themselves. And of course, he was, he was alluding to Bobby Wagner representing himself as like, it was a mitigating factor in them communicating to one of the best fucking players that ever put on the uniform. They that probably he was had a cell phone. Moving on, yeah, dude. I mean like, that's not a my bad. Like that's, you can't my bad that. That's not like a whoops, I tripped and fell. Or like, whoops, I dropped the coffee or pissed in the toilet seat. It's like- Or didn't flush. Or didn't flush, it's podcast time. Fucking, you, one of your best players of all time left the building and you couldn't tell him yourself. And the excuse to me makes no sense. Maybe you guys can help me. Like, why does him representing himself have anything to do, maybe they were trying to work the trade, but once you decide to release him, keep it in house until you tell him. It's total
4: bullshit. And then it's like blaming him for them not communicating. It like compounds the error rather well, than just apologizing. Listen,
0: I don't feel bad for Russ because Russ says a lot of outlandish things, but he went LeBron James' uh, decision, you know, four Super Bowls in 10 years, um, all that stuff, Watch film for, how long did he say he watched film for on vacation? He said He said that he watched every Denver Broncos game two or three times. Yeah. On vacation. You know how shitty that vacation is? Like, (laughs) for Sierra, we're good, depending on how you look at it. But um, the Russell Wilson messaging wasn't great. And one thing that stood out to me was, listen, we know Russ initiated the trade, so I don't feel bad for them, like, kind of qualifying that in some of the messaging on the way out. But Russell Wilson is the best quarterback that ever played in Seattle. When you say one of the best quarterbacks, like it's kind of disrespectful, and I think Scott Seacules. right, late great Tavares Jackson, toughest quarterback to ever sack, but Seattle comes out of this thing looking bad as an organization, honestly,
3: and they're high on their own supply with regard to their culture up there.
0: Oh boy, they get who, who's next? They have Jordan. Peterson in all the time. Oh my God. Bro, nothing. Listen, I don't, nothing against Jordan Peterson, but I'm not sitting in, in meetings listening to Jordan Peterson. I mean, no, no chance. Chandler Jones is the winner. This is an interesting one to me because number one, Chandler Jones hasn't had like power to choose. I mean, a lot of guys end up like this in the NFL till after 30. Great players who you know drafted by the Patriots out of Syracuse um you know traded to Arizona and by the way I you know I don't want to be I'm not being I'm not trying to make light of this or make fun of Chandler but I appreciate Chandler because if Chandler never gets traded from New England like I don't get a ring like I was I was probably a Washington football team guy or a Cowboy in 2016 if not for Chandler uh, smoking spice and heading down to the desert. You know what I mean? Like, but one of the best rushers I have ever seen, um, and his way of rushing, honestly, Chandler's way of rushing is conducive to him playing for a long time. You know, he's never been a, a guy, he's got deceptive strides, but he's all handwork, power, timing, long arm, all that stuff. Him and Max Crosby in the same backfield is gonna be one of the messiest pockets and I mean that in a good way, uh, in the league this year. And it's not just two great edge rushers, they're two edge rushers with full menus. So a lot of power, a lot of inside and stuff. Patrick Mahomes gets sacked on a lot of scramble plays. You know, you're gonna have an opportunity to, to finish some of that, he's a great finisher. Um, teams are gonna be throwing the ball in that division. Uh, and and he, was, he was in the NFC West last year where two of the, the, the bottom four sacked quarterbacks uh, played in, in Matt Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo. So this is gonna be a good pickup for them as long as he can stay uh, healthy. And and for the Raiders, they upgraded. They got a corner in Rocky Scene and they upgraded in their minds with Yannick Ngakwe, who I think is a great player, great rusher, and him and Buckner next to each other, he might win too if they figure out who's gonna be quarterback there.
3: Loser, Chris Wrong, loser, Will Compton, I am standing firm that it's unique
0: in Gakwe. Okay.
3: All right. That's good. One of the greatest mysteries of our time.
0: Yeah. I mean it is. It's back and forth. Mina Kimes had a take, we had to take, Will Compton has a take, everybody has a take.
4: You mentioned when you went to the Patriots, what, what was free agency like for you that first time?
0: It was so weird. It's so weird to sit there. Like I said, like the last time Chandler Jones made a decision, he was seventeen. You know, like, and all of a sudden, you know, he's 30 something years old and he's never gotten to choose. He was tweeting about it, he was having fun with this. I enjoyed it, I guess, but my market was so much different and so shitty, obviously he's a better player, but you know, I had just taken a dump on the field for two years because I tried to, to play hurt for the organization, so my value was different. I was really taking my time, I was lasting later in free agency, I went and visited the Washington football team, I drove my car up there I was in the building for 45 minutes, bro. <laughs> it's like the the Raiders visit when I was getting drafted under Lane Kiffin and seeing um, seeing Washington and seeing just like kind of the operation up there, two of the most interesting experiences I've had. Spent time with Scott McLuhan. He's cool as fuck. But I knew I wasn't going to Washington. I just want to see what it was like. That was like the visit that guys take just to see to take your visits. And then I was on my way to Dallas. And I've told the story before. I was in Richmond Airport, getting ready to go visit Dallas, when Chandler Jones, uh, or you know, maybe we found out where Chandler Jones was headed, and it moved kind of quick. And at that point, I left uh, the terminal and just caught a cab home. Never got on the flight and signed with the Patriots. So like, it's so interesting that the stuff that happens in free agency to every guy in the league that's you know weighing options, the stories behind the scenes. I loved Atlanta. Yes, you did. I loved Atlanta, and it came down to Atlanta and New England. I went down to Atlanta. If it weren't for two things, I would have been a Falcon. Dan Quinn told me he wanted to use me like Michael Bennett, which meant like a lot of inside rush. And then um, the traffic. Flowery Branch is in fucking uh, Arkansas or something. Like, it's far away. And I know they don't technically border each other, um, but... You get the point.
3: I've never been so excited by the colossal waste of money that is college football teams yeah. traveling around the country yeah. than when, what is it, I-40 there mm-hmm. was so completely backed up at 5.30 flying into at- Atlanta uh, to play Georgia Tech and, and our little police caravan just made everybody get not out of their lane into the left shoulder so we could roll by on the right to our Ritz-Carlton. It's, such a, good,
0: it's a good feeling.
3: It's a good feeling and yet...
0: Wow, this must cost a lot of money. It does cost a lot of money, I would imagine.
3: You announced you were signing with the Pats on the Ides of March in 2016. And that worked
0: out. It worked out. You know, and after the Pats, I was I was such a hot commodity. Wasn't that, Atlanta
3: involved again uh, when uh, you decided on Philly, or was that just in my head? picture? No, I had you no. Said- I had
0: no. I had no offers. I had to call Philly. I had to call Ian Yates Cunningham. Shout out, who's now with Chicago, who's going to be a great GM one day, and be like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" I would maybe like to play in Philly. Like, what's going on there? And he's like, "Let me talk to Joe." And that's why, like, people always are like, "Howie, great signing." Like some of those vets. Like, yeah, I know Howie signed some people, but Joe Douglas deserves credit for signing me. If that's something you want to give credit for, I was in Africa. Climbing Killy, and I had a SAT phone. I was up there with Jim Mora, and uh, I would wake up every morning, call my SAT phone, call my agent, like, you know, like on top of a mountain. And uh, every time I would walk to call the SAT phone, and people were like, What's he doing? He's like, Oh, he's checking on free agency. And I'd always come back, and there was no news ever. Nobody was calling, no teams, nothing. So I had to make some shit up and be like, yeah, we got a couple bites here and there, but I'm just weighing my options. I didn't have an option until Philly. So it's so interesting being an older free agent, but somebody like uh, Evan Ingram say, the proven deals are $9 million.
3: We were at the bar at Fitzroy. Yeah. and And you were trying to get me to guess which team it was when it was Philly. Yeah. And you kept saying it was a bird, and that's why I have Atlanta Falcons in my head, and I could not come up with another bird team other than the Falcons, the, Seahawks, the, Cardinals, the Cardinals, the Seahawks. Yeah. I got everyone except yeah. for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, You signed the Eagles deal on your birthday. On my birthday.
0: It was cool. It was cool. That's Went to wild. Dr. Hose Pizza. Celebrated. Oh. Yeah, it was good. It Shout was good. out, Ho's. That, that all worked out. Yeah. Real estate agents in Jacksonville. Winners. How, how would you like to be a real estate agent down there? They just fired a whole staff. You get Doug Peterson down there now. You know he needs a really sweet pad on the river down he there. He loves
3: subway tile, Doug he
0: Peterson. Lo- probably. Probably a big subway tile guy. Huge. I've talked to him about it. You have? No. Okay. I was like, did, did he come on the show? No, he hasn't. So we need I, Doug I, Peterson on I mean, the show. I mean, I party with Doug Peterson once. After the Super Bowl? Yeah, at a large head. Did you meet him? Yeah. He is a big dude, bro. He's just like, he could play defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, but Doug Peterson, great guy. He's probably found a house now. Um, but they spent, I think... They did like a Toys R Us shopping spree. Now, some of that's funny money. Christian Kirk gets 80 mil, basically. 18 a year. Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. Eight a year for Zay Jones. Brandon Sheriff, who's hurt a lot, but he's great when he's healthy. Um, it's just tough. Like, you just traded for Dan Arnold, now you sign Ingram. For nine mil. Like, it's really hard for me to kind of, it's like the 40 times I said the other day. The 40 times and the money... It's like the game is changing, and I'm cool with it. I'm not hating. A lot of guys hated on us when we got that money, but I'm not gonna hate on anybody. I'm not a hater, even on Evan Ingram. I mean, more power to you. Chennault's a loser, because Kirk's gonna take all his uh, targets.
3: And DJ's out of there, huh?
0: DJ's out of there. He's on a prove it deal worth like 10 mil in Detroit, I think.
3: Clark Harris, real estate agent, loser. Cincinnati Bengals been there 14 years. Oh, God.
0: They don't spend any money.
3: 14 years he's been there. He's not moving. Holy shit, dude. Like this Clark Harris, pretty good snapper. We'll probably go somewhere else at some point. I'll sell a spot. Nah, yeah. just uh-uh. let's keep he's running there. Back.
0: Real estate agents are losing in Cincy. Well, right. That's exactly right. We would not want to do that. Shout out to Clark Harris.
3: Loser. Dallas Cowboys fans. Why? Tell me. Mike McCarthy is the coach. <laughs>
0: Hey, I actually I have Dallas in a way. Running backs are losers now because running backs, like we we find out again and again that it's not worth paying them. And, you know, it, it's so tantalizing. And maybe it depends on the back. And that's what every GM says before they pay one. Nick Chubb is somebody who I'm like, oh, I would pay that guy. But if I'm looking at the track record of uh, running backs, like Zeke Elliott's another cautionary mm. tale. Like this has been a two year, three year running kind of story and that's usually how it goes like it starts out great in the beginning but zeke elliott is a cautionary tale because they paid him and now you can see guys like amari cooper leaving he's going to make cleveland better i know some people don't like amari cooper but would you take amari cooper at 20 or or christian kirk at 18 like i take amari cooper at 20. Gurley got paid it's my guy he rushed for 1300 yards in 17 and if you remember uh he got a todd big, Gurley. yeah he got a big four year deal before 18. And right. 18, if you remember, he was crushing it and down the stretch he just started mysteriously not getting touches. And he was physically, the bottom was falling out. He got five touches in the NFC Championship game and 11 in the Super Bowl. Like again and again, run CMC, 2300 yards. He was great for one year under contract. And then he finished the season hurt twice since. So if you look at the the highest paid backs in the league, or the best backs in the league, many of them are guys like Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, Elijah Mitchell, Najee Harris is promising. Antonio Gibson's really promising. These guys are making, you know, good money, but it's not stuff that's going to hurt you. Um, They're on rookie deals. They're young. I mean, even drafting a running back high sucks, and sorry about it. Yeah, The Saquon thing, because by the time you're good, they're washed. Right. By the time you're good, they're washed. And then you can't draft them high because you're too bad and can't, Pay them because if it's time to pay them, if they've justified it already, that means they have mileage on them, and the wheels are probably going to fall off. So the only good place to get a running back is later in the first round. Like well, even then, beware, David. David Wilson, Virginia Tech. That Clyde edwards Alaire, which has worked out, but people you know are unfairly going to want more out of him because he's are drafting the bottom of the first round. It's just hard to pinpoint who your guys going to be. Najee Harris might work out. Tony
3: Pollard was taken in the fourth round. That's where I'm
0: taking my running backs. Yeah, but if you're really obsessed with one, take them in the bottom of the first because that means you're good and you need to run the ball. You need to control the clock. A bad team drafting a running back is so fucking stupid.
3: Thank you. None none taken.
0: Um,
4: Speaking of good running backs, do you see the Tennessee Titans overtime proposal where you would have to go for two after scoring a touchdown? I did see that. I think that's a big
0: winner. I did see that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool right there. I like that. I'll give you a winner. Andrew Whitworth's family. Because. He's nice and kind. He seems like a good guy to have around the house. He's big. He can protect you. And he's fun. He's warm. He's like like a big bear. And his kids are probably so happy to have him home. And his kids scooped us. So. Well.
3: I think we basically. Got, we got the, the point across on this show yeah I
0: think Reed had us as a loser yeah
1: we're losers because he was he we asked we him about by four times if he would retire and he had already told his kids but he wouldn't tell us hey I'll I'll tell you
0: who's a winner here and 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 on the other end of things like people upstairs in Green Bay hate Jacksonville but Devontae Adams like I don't know if he was ever going to sign the tag but like hey Christian Kirk just signed for 18 a year don't think I'm going to be easy with this thing um Lamar Jackson's a winner. Hear me out. Lamar Jackson, it's rumored he wants to play out his fifth year option, right? And do the Kirk Cousins thing. Hit the market. The leverage Cousins created for himself this year is really encouraging for Lamar Jackson. Now I know there's more inherent risks with him playing out you know, without a contract, playing out a year because he runs the football and it's a different deal, but um, he has not been injury prone. Uh, I think the first time he got hurt was this year uh maybe let's freaking go is his hashtag as a miami dolphin when he signs with the jim harbaugh led dolphins mm.
1: so a 2023 free agent signing in miami
0: i think that's when he's gonna be gonna become a miami dolphin come home maybe jim can convince our guy uh greg roman to come down there big reunion kaepernick 2.0 by the way kaepernick loser got blackballed by the nfl uh, because that's racist as fuck. So NFL, bigger loser.
3: Winner, James White. Love James White.
0: I love James White. Two years,
3: five mil. New England Patriots. That's awesome. Where he dude. wants to All be. All he does
0: is make plays in New England. Usually on third downs. It's perfect. It's perfect. There's a running back with value. Um, And Duke Johnson, huge winner. Did you see the Duke Johnson gif? So let me refresh y'all's memory. Baker Mayfield... Uh, who posted that letter this week?
3: Baker Reagan Mayfield, <laughs> who is now referred to Big as Big Tone. Yeah,
0: Big Tone. Yep. 2019, Duke Johnson wasn't happy, right? And Baker was like, "You're either on this train or you're off it." You know, like which I never liked, and I always liked Baker speaking his mind. But you kind of gotta like, gotta know where the, the the blind spots are. When I met Baker, I was like, "I love how you speak up." You know, mm-hmm. that was like his rookie year. He just doesn't know sometimes when not to. And that was a bad time to do it. And that's a bad look, you know, with people on your team. Duke held that gift for three years. He <laughs> dropped as soon as Baker dropped the letter, Duke dropped the train wreck awesome. gift. Yep. Or Jeff. I'll get it one of these years. But I love that he held that thing through a fucking pandemic, through like multiple, I mean like two presidents. This guy Ish. Multiple Cleveland Browns head coaches. I mean, like, uh, yeah, ish. Duke Johnson's a winner. Got the last laugh. I'll say something
3: nice about a Hokie.
0: Yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Love it. Backup quarterback, New York Giants. Good for you. Yeah. Good for it. And I like Tyrod. Tyrod. We had Lamar Jackson. And by the way, Mort said that uh, the Browns won an adult at QB, was the quote. I was like, when I read the quote first, I was like, who the fuck said that? And I was like, oh, Mort said it. Hmm. Or he says that they said it. Ravens defense, too. Marcus Williams, Big Z. Darius Smith played fucking 18 home. snaps because of back injury last year. Those 18 snaps were fucking awesome, mm-hmm. dude. He came back on the field and immediately made a big difference. Did you hear my jaw crack there? Yes. Didn't know what it was. Ouch. Marcus Williams shoring up that secondary in a Weems. fucking. I mean, like last year, uh, Joe Burrow threw for a, a, a mile against them, dude. 52. Fifty two eighty, right? Reed? there you go. Um, feet or yards? Quick, quick, quick. That's feet. There you go, asshole. Okay, you know. Um, I'll go Landry, Landry in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. The Titans have fucked up edge rushers for the longest time. They had no choice but to pay this guy. So Landry's a, a winner because he had leverage because he played well. He also has leverage because of the the context historically with Tennessee. And then, on top of it, who's inside? Jeffrey Simmons, I'm good. The chances of me busting on this contract, not that high, as long as I don't get hurt. On the other end, loser, Allen Robinson. Feels like people are passing him up and holding that down year against him. He's had nobody throwing him the ball. He's had a young guy who I think is gonna be good throwing him the ball, but he's a rookie. And this is his last chance to get paid. If I'm Allen Robinson, I settle for the 15 to $20 million prove it deal. Because if Evan Ingram got a $9 million prove-it deal, what kind of prove-it deal could Allen Robinson get? Times three. Maybe a winner. He'd be 29, I think, He's uh, really next time good. he'd be up if he gets... I know, I love Allen really Robinson. Really good. Maybe the Colts. But that sucks because the Colts, Colts would be a perfect place for him. But the Colts haven't decided. Like, Allen Robinson should just follow Deshaun Watson. If he goes to New Orleans, Allen Robinson should go to New Orleans. If he goes to Carolina, fuck it, go to Carolina. Definitely. If he, uh, if he heads to, uh, I mean, you could have had a Jacksonville reunion. No? Christian Kirk? 18 a year. Slot guy. Winner, LA Chargers. Nice, yeah, they've been killing JC Jackson. Yeah, I mean, like look at Brandon Staley, defensive guru. Get that corner, you get those two edge rushers, and then everything else falls into place. I really believe that. And by the way, all this this mass exodus out of New England. I said this once with Sheal, the Patriots are changing their defense. There's no way they're not. They're doing a lot of different stuff. And speaking of the AFC and the AFC West actually, more specifically, the influx of talent, we talked about it, all the rushers, all the quarterbacks. I mean, that's like the Western Conference when we were in like college and high school in the NBA. I mean, this is this is is going to be spectacular. And Mitchell Schwartz had a really good tweet when he was in the the AFC West at one point. It was just hellacious, and now it's hellacious again from a pass rush standpoint. All this all this talent at quarterback actually makes Joe Burrow a winner. I don't care that it's in the AFC. I don't care that Russell joined the AFC. These guys are all going to knock each other off in the AFC West. Cincinnati is not going to have to go on the road like they did this year to beat Kansas City, Kansas City, Denver, Denver, you know the Raiders the Chargers there's a high chance none of those teams get the one seed so if you're somebody like Joe Burrow you'd rather play in Cincinnati in January I think this is good for that prospect
4: agreed yeah and they just shored up their offensive line with Alex Kappa from the Bucks and Ted Karras from New England so like I mean you compared Burrow to Brady, to Brady. pretty early on now he's got some of the offensive linemen that played with Brady
0: interior pressure He's taking care of it, and he's taking care of it with guys that know Brady. They're going to know how to block for him. Uh, and shout-out to Ted Karras, great guy. Never knew he'd be signing like, a big deal like this. This is awesome. Uh, but they're doing the right stuff there in, in Cincy uh, when it comes to protecting Joe.
4: I got a question for you guys. Do you think Mitch Trubisky is a winner or
0: a loser? Two years, $14 million going into Pittsburgh. Huge winner. Huge winner. Winner. Winner, dude. Pittsburgh doesn't expect anything. Like Pittsburgh fans don't expect anything out of him. Nobody expects anything out of Mitchell Trubisky. Content is a winner, because Trubisky, Rudolph, two-headed monster. Haskins, but like, three-headed a,
3: monster. Three-headed
0: monster. Oh my God, the the, the content in that quarterback room. Uh, and by the way, um, I, I think Trubisky following Big Ben isn't the worst thing in the world, because Big Ben was a shell of his former self all that stuff. They'll get them on the move. Uh, I'll be excited to see what they do there. Hey, um, bear with me here. Jimmy G, right? With the news today that Cleveland's out, probably Deshaun banged the no trade clause, I think. Um, hey. Allegedly. He banged the no trade clause, said, nah, I'm not going to Cleveland. So now people might have to suffer through Baker Mayfield for another year. Or it might be Jimmy G. That might be the adult in the room. But that adult also likes older porn stars, right? Right. So I think Sarah J is a winner here. Sarah J is from Ohio. She might be a Browns fan. And maybe we'll see her at an Italian restaurant with, with Jimmy G. I could be like a celebrity matchmaker here. Remember he went to the restaurant out west with that older uh, lady that was uh, an adult film actress? I sure do. Tell us about Sarah J's work. She's older, I don't know her work well. Somebody on the internet, uh, I think, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed this thread I fell into one day. <laughs> they, they compared Sarah J to like, a, like a, somebody with a high workload in the NBA. That's like just incredibly dependable, (laughs) but not spectacular. So that's all I needed to know to glean what Sarah J's work is. Is there an H on Sarah? Uh, I think it's an A. And J A Y. Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. I looked up porn stars from Ohio, and you know, seeing what might happen if Jimmy G comes to town, and it's Sarah J. Sarah J is the perfect fit. Perfect fit.
4: Who's the greatest athlete ever to retire and come back?
0: Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan.
4: Now in question, maybe.
0: Well, yeah, it is in question. And that's a great point. Like, a lot of people might say Tom Brady, but I say Michael Jordan. I do. I really do. I know I'm like, uh, part of that is where you grew up and whatever. I played with Tom Brady, so I don't know if that should supersede my nostalgia. I'm just a Michael Jordan guy, dude. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I got great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, 200 big ones. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER, and in Michigan, one 800 270 7117 Tennessee, y'all too. one 889 9789 Anyways, what we're gonna this is a mighty vaporizer. So I took this out to dinner. We had a great time the other night. We went to dinner. All the crew was was here. Shout out to Ralph, shout out to B. Nelly, shout out to John. Shout out to to everybody who came in town. If I'm forgetting anybody, I'm sorry. But we went to dinner and it was awesome. And uh, John, I, I brought my mighty vaporizer and I left it in the booth by accident. John tried to hand hand it. John, who's a little bit older and thus he's in his forties, they didn't have mighty vaporizers when he was, you know, at a fucking Peter Frampton concert. Whatever he was, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I, like you know, like older dudes, like even if it's a decade, they don't know the they don't they're not familiar with the current vessels of uh, delivery. When it comes to THC. Oh, did
3: you think that was a hey, your table's ready? Yes.
0: So he he handed my vaporizer to the server. That's amazing. I forgot it. I got to the door. I turned around to get my vaporizer and I saw John handing the vaporizer to the server. I had to intercept it like a baton. (laughs) That's hilarious. So, yeah.
3: I might have done the same thing.
0: Reed ordered a steak. Shout out to Ten Sushi. Reed ordered like a steak at 10 and they bring it out on a hot rock. He just went to cut the rock. Reed was on fire at that dinner, bro. I wish I could a pot, like put a microphone in Reed's face. He was the the stories about skiing I heard and Reed's dad were incredible. Reed's dad needs a movie, a biopic. Oh, yeah, we need to have Reed's dad on the show one time. I Reed, also
4: loved hearing about his his shit
0: talking exploits in Ultimate Frisbee. Holy shit, we got to do a whole thing on worst sports memories um, at, at some point because Reeds were incredible, and I know we'd have some good ones. But bottom line is. We're on to basketball. You'll get our brackets in a minute, and then we're gonna get out of here. But we saw that they did a thread. So I don't know who did it. And somebody. Well, whoever it is, they stole it from somebody else. So we did this in the NFL. What do these coaches look like they do for a living? So we'll go region to region here. I've got a few. I know you probably have a few. Uh-huh, I sure do. Okay. Did you say
3: few because Mark Few's the first one?
0: Maybe. Listed what do you got right on there? Mark Few? I mean, do you do you have something on Mark Few? What does it look like Mark Few does for a living? And all these pictures are guys in suits, so that could cloud our judgment. Mostly. Uh, I got youth pastor for Mark Few. They're just all going to be youth pastors, aren't they? Got it. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay.
3: Let me run through the West here, okay? Okay, let's run through the West. Rob Lanier, former Virginia assistant. Youth pastor. (laughs) Penny Hardaway. Youth pastor.
0: Athletic director more so at a high school,
3: dude. Eric Musselman. I got youth pastor. Mike Bray.
0: Swims with the fishes. No question. No question he does. Tom is the one that took him to swim with the fishes. Tom Izzo owns a a casino is what I have there. Mark Adams, accountant. Bob McKillop.
3: uh, President of these United States.
0: Bob McKillop, the guy had senator on his thing. Um, And even Bob McKillop sounds like a senator. If you told me, like, did you see what Bob McKillop passed there, I'd be like. McKillop, but doesn't change anything. Who cares? I don't watch Davidson. (laughs) Steph Curry play there anymore? They're winning today, by the way. Sorry. Tommy Izzo, owner of a casino, sending Mike Bray to swim with the fishes. Um, Leon Rice does something. I mean, I don't know if it's a golf course groundskeeper. Or maybe he runs a putt-putt. Yeah, it's golf. Yeah, it's golf related. It's a, it's golf in the South, mm-hmm. and then Eric Musselman is a college football coach. That's pretty good. No questions asked. And by the way, he's the only guy who decided to to rock a a, a collared shirt uh, in his in his picture.
3: A sports shirt, we'll call it. What is Chris the Jan's the,
0: doing, dude?
3: Rest of the fellows, Chris Jan's. He belongs in the year
0: nineteen ninety two.
3: Ninety two. Well, and he's pro- a. Principal on Picture Day.
0: The problem is it's the it's the background yes. that they're doing at New Mexico State is the same background we did in yep. eighth grade. Yep. Okay. Next bracket. Oh, the East Region.
3: Robert Jones, Youth Pastor. I have Mike Young, Pastor, sells cars, and I've got John Calipari, swims with the fishes.
4: You <laughs> think he's swimming with the fishes?
0: Yeah. Oh man, Matt Painter. What the fuck is Matt Painter doing? Could be a painter. He's no, Matt Painter is absolutely a local sports guy. Mm. Look at him, local sports. Matt Painter at at eight, telling you how Rockbridge High School did coming to play Albemarle. He's got all the highlights. Matt Painter, actually, he's only
3: got about 30 seconds worth of highlights from the first two minutes because those guys got to hump it, they got to get to every single high school. And they get the final score called in later and then they only use the first couple highlights. Nostalgia and
0: right here, bro. Matt Painter's giving me nostalgia.
3: Whatever they got, they got. They got to run with it. Losing team scored
0: two buckets. That's what we're running on Chris the Chris Beard has a strong grip. He works with his hands. Mm-hmm. Has a beard. Name, Chris Beard. Has a beard. Oh. yeah, That is good synergy. John Mick. Doesn't look Irish. <laughs> I'm Irish. I can say it, right? I can say it. I'm Irish. This Let is my be, fucking day too. I can say as many Irish slurs as I want today.
3: Let me be the second to wish everybody a, fuck this day. It sucks.
0: Okay. German. What do you got in your history? We we'll do, we'll do uh, a German uh, like history thing. Beer fests and yeah. bratwurst. We just looked, we just starved because of potatoes one time. Yeah. And not much else.
3: Mm-hmm. I got more uh, English car bombs. English blood than Next. German,
4: you know. South region. South.
3: Oh good. One of my favorites, Tommy Lloyd. I got Youth Pastor Kelvin Sampson. I said Youth Pastor.
0: Oh my god, Andy Kennedy is a fucking guy in billions. I don't even watch yep. the show. That's right. He's just a guy that's here to to take advantage of you like in a business deal. Doesn't care. Lamont Paris, basketball coach. I mean, Scott Nagy, chief financial officer somewhere. I mean, these a lot of these guys look like CFOs. Rick Barnes, I got John Grisham. Look at Jay Wright's old picture. Rick Barnes, you think look he does look like John Grisham? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Jay Wright, youth pastor. What does Griff Aldrich do? Well. Life insurance. Great move. He was on Wall Street, I just right? want to talk to you about UVA when you die. Alum. I want to talk to you about when you die. It's not a big deal. Let's just have the conversation. It's a rainy day conversation. Jamie Dixon, Crypt Keeper. Isn't it funny the older we get, the life insurance conversations get less. Like I remember when I got in the league and got a financial officer. He was like, just sign this stuff. It's not a big deal. Like It's if you die, which isn't going to happen for a long time. Then you get in your 30s and they're like, about that life insurance meeting. Let's move that up. I don't, I don't have those conversations. We shouldn't let that linger very long.
3: My dad bought so much life insurance when I was zero years old. Odd move, you know? Yeah. But I'm set. Well, everybody else is set when I die. Okay, Midwest. I got Bill Self, youth pastor. Johnny Jones, youth pastor. Fran McCaffrey, youth pastor. Chris Mooney, youth pastor. Ed Cooley, youth pastor. Greg Gard, stockbroker.
0: TJ Otselberger, Ohio State linebacker.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's what is Jim Laranaga looking at? <laughs> yeah, and Laranaga is is kind of like a... Uh, works at a
0: coffee factory. Kind He's of just a all cool guy. On, I don't
3: know why I've never seen eyes do that before.
0: Uh, Bob McKillop, we already talked about him, or however you say that. Andy Enfield looks like he sells books. Andy what? Andy Enfield. Enfield,
3: Matt. Enfield. Andy Enfield.
4: Greg Guard,
0: youth pastor. I'll do it. Oh, well don't let me forget uh Danny Sprinkle, look him up. Definitely, I feel really good about this one. Car stereo tint shop owner. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. You see him? Mm-hmm. Neck beard in a suit. You got a <laughs> neck beard. Yeah, look, he's got that look like Fifteen percent is illegal in the state of Virginia, but I say we go thirty. They rarely stop you.
3: I remember the day I got pulled over and uh had to had to go home, use a little razor to start yeah. pulling the tent off. Yeah. yeah.
0: You had tent. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. That was when you used to drive me around listening to your radio calls, I want to remind people. Yeah. All right. Get in the car. It'd be like uh, Benedictine. Inbounds the ball. No empty gym. Like uh, I know uh, oh, I'm college. sorry. It, I know was it was the college. Georgia Dome. ever co- heard I know it was of it. College. I'm embellishing, but you have played your high school calls.
3: Tens too. of thousands. There were none. Okay, I, I, I've, I was one and done. ACC tournament.
0: All right. Let's let's do the bracket and get out of here. Because I got to get to this live stream. I just want to say this before we we fill out these brackets. By the way, it took me three minutes to fill this bracket out. And eight uh, seconds. And eight seconds. Uh, It's about a pick every three seconds. Um, I'm rooting for all these teams. It is Rob Lowe's birthday and I think it's only right that on Rob Lowe's birthday we root for all the teams. Nice. Like all the teams. I just want them all to do well, especially the Peacocks from St. Peter's. Uh, But that probably won't go so well. You want to start? Like how do we do this? How do we convey, it's so pointless. I don't think I've ever won a bracket. Oh, I have. I know you have. Why don't we go with your
3: final four? Yeah. And then go backwards.
0: Uh, sure, let's do that. You want to go first?
3: Sure. Gonzaga over UCLA. Okay. And then Arizona over Kansas. Gonzaga over Arizona for the National Championship.
0: Nice. 81 to 68. To well, I'll get to that. Okay. Let's hear yours. Okay. Gonzaga over Kentucky. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Tennessee over Kansas. Mm-hmm. Sticking with my Tennessee pick. Uh, and then I've got Tennessee beating Gonzaga 81-78.
3: Oh, I got 81-68 in my final, interesting. how interesting.
0: I hope I'm right.
3: Okay, so if we back up, I got chaos everywhere, but when, when- Real quick, worst final ever.
0: Worst final ever, what was it? Yeah, the one that sticks out to me is, uh, I think it was UConn, Georgia Tech. Oh, Paul Kiewit. Yeah. I was up at Johns Hopkins watching that one. It was such a dog shit national championship. Hopefully do much better. Go
3: ahead. Okay. I'm going to tell you Luke Shinsher. Luke Shinsher. That's right. Curly hair. Tall. Here you go. Here's my, I want to hear your uh, most favorite selection here in this this tournament. Ready for mine? Yeah. At one time during this week, I had Wisconsin in the final four. Uh Uh-huh. I have the Colgate Raiders beating Wisconsin in the first round. Yeah. I also have the Jackrabbits going to the Sweet 16. I had the Michigan Wolverines in the Sweet 16, but they got a, an assist, a prolific assister who's out with a concussion. Right. And not even traveling with the team.
0: Yeah, it's bad for morale. Got the guy, he's all concussed. There's symptoms. Caroline over Baylor.
3: Tate Frazier sold me on it. Okay. They can get hot. Baylor's missing some guys. San Francisco in the first round.
0: Oh, me too. I like San Francisco. I heard you say winner, so that's why I selected San Francisco.
3: I think one of those two first round quote unquote teams gets through. I picked both Notre Dame and Indiana to win another game. I
0: like Notre Dame as well, and I like the mocks.
3: I like the mocks in the first round.
0: Notre, I got Indiana going deep. I actually have Indiana beating um, beating UNC to the elite eight. Holy and, shit! Yeah, right. They just feel like they got that guy right now trace jackson
3: davis He's pretty good yeah
0: i mean his post game is like pretty good and he's athletic as hell i feel like they could be that hot team like the ucla this year and they might have to beat they have to beat ucla probably because i'm not picking akron i have no idea by the way maybe the most beautiful that might be our bevel conway indiana ucla
3: right i might go with the with the next game i have north carolina ucla Ooh, that's
0: not bad either yeah that's a big that's that little corner of that bracket oh, is big sex.
3: Blue bloods. That yeah. that regional semifinal, I got Carolina, UCLA, Purdue,
0: Kentucky. That's beautiful. Okay, so my favorite pick. Take this one to the bank. Give uh, me your
3: favorite picks, big guy. Yeah,
0: probably Norfolk State over uh over oh. Baylor. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Norfolk State oh, joining yeah, the ranks the of the UMBC. Yep. I like it. Yep. We're off the hot seat. Dude. Yeah. But we're off the hot seat, anyways, because we've moved on to scoring thirteen points in an ACC half. Well, we also moved
3: on five. to winning a national championship. I might, I might be sad for a split second for uh, losing that crown and being the only one to lose. You don't the think Norfolk State's going to win?
0: To lose? No, I, I love the pick. Okay, I hope good. Happens. Glad I'm you support HBCUs. And then uh, I've also got. Let's see. I've got. I bet you like Vermont. I have Virginia Tech winning. I have Vermont. Shout out to oh. Ryan Rossillo. I, I think I have Vermont going to the uh, Sweet 16 beating UConn.
3: Okay. I, I, I do like that. And then I zagged and I went with uh, Literally, Arkansas. Literally,
0: Zags beat the dog shit out of Vermont.
3: I went Arkansas. I went Arkansas to, to beat Vermont and then to beat UConn. JD Note. Mm. You can fill it up. Um, mm. Another place I zagged and you referenced it, and I want to address it is the Midwest region. Chris Felica, the Bear, a good friend of ours, said, if not Kansas, then who in the Midwest? And it's a great question. And I thought about it for so long that I landed on Auburn. It is Kansas. Mm. They're they're the best team in there, and and Auburn doesn't win games away from home. LSU doesn't have a coach.
0: They did an article about the best basketball playing coaches. Mm. I mean, like we've run out of stuff to they did all 68. And you know who came in at sixty-eight? Bruce Pearl, he didn't even play high school basketball. Can you Uh, imagine clicking that link and being, I wonder where I am, I was 68, top of the page. By the way, I have LSU going to the Sweet 16. I do too. Cinderella Story. Kevin Nickelberry, interim head coach. Yeah, you might think it's addition by subtraction. I do. Okay, but I don't think so, because tell me what that guy did wrong. Oh yeah, you're a big Will Wade guy. Bunch of strong ass offers left and right. (laughs) That's what we should be giving these kids, dude. I, I never understand this, like, people are so into players getting paid and then somebody does it and he's like public enemy number one.
3: Yeah, he was doing it outside the bounds of the rules.
0: Robin Hood did it outside the bounds of the rules? I'm not really familiar with anything Robin Hood. Yeah. Tights? He was stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Oh, that's Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The guy from Princess Bride made a run at it. I don't think it went as well. Sure, sure. Wow. I have, uh, as I said, uh, LSU
3: over Colgate. The uh, I, I got Colgate pasting <laughs> Wisconsin in the first round before what losing LSU.
0: Name for and I'm sure it was called Colgate before we had toothpaste, but un- unbelievably unfortunate. The Orange Bowl. I got Illinois going to the Elite Eight playing Tennessee. Okay,
3: I don't shout hate out. that.
0: Coburn, shout out.
3: I I got Illinois losing in the first round to Chattanooga. Fuck you and I was going to have a round of 32 matchup between Chattanooga and UAB Jelly Walker, but Houston is okay. going to screw me up either way, so I uh, they're going to screw me up by going all the way to the Sweet 16 before losing to Arizona. I have
0: UAB winning. We need the Cougars out. I don't need a tattoo of uh, Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Garner or any of those. You probably did Loyola winning first round. Um, I probably did Loyola. Who did they play? Who did they play? It's a 7-10, isn't Ohio it? Ohio State. Ohio yep. State. Fuck Ohio State.
3: I got Ohio State. Too many people on Ohio Loyola. St-
0: I don't think Ohio State shows up a lot like Mark Titus ha! <laughs> <Woo! laughs> he was supposed to be on our podcast,
3: and he will be soon. Okay, good. But he ducked us the other day. Yeah, he's
0: like, I gotta go on. Pardon my take. Oh.
3: Well, to be fair, he said I'm sick, and then yeah, he went I'm on. Pardon my take.
0: my pardon my take booking date. Booking date. Yeah. And to be even more fair, Tate
3: said Titus was sick, and then Titus said he's
0: trying to cover for his guy. You
3: should have texted me. Tate's not good at
0: scheduling. Yeah. Hey, um. When does Duke lose? Duke loses to Texas Tech. That's right. Who actually, I'm gonna go back on this thing. This is a okay. map pick here. I got Texas Tech beating Gonzaga. They're gonna go to the final four and lose to Kentucky. Tennessee's gonna beat Kentucky. An SEC showdown. Okay. The teams that suck at football are gonna be duking it out. Uh, well, Kentucky doesn't suck at football, but they're just not a powerhouse. This is an SEC basketball final.
3: So it turns it into about a 35 minute bracket that you just put together.
0: Well, whatever you want to say, it's a winner. It's a winner. This is a winning bracket here, okay? Got Norfolk State beating Baylor. Take it to the bank. Can you get Can you get that? What are the odds on that? It's a 20, 20 point line. I got a soft spot for St. Peter's. I hope the Peacocks pull through. They're 17 point dogs, I think, against Kentucky. So I'm looking at all these. All I care about is the upsets. We say this every year. I, all I wanted was a 16 to beat a one hmm. for the longest <laughs> time. I have, you know, dreams of, you know, Hampton. I think was a 15 and, and yes. beat a two one year. Was it Kansas? Who was it?
3: Um, Hampton beat Iowa State. I think.
0: You know, I just fantasized about just one slot worse doing that, and it had to be us. Um, hey, I like that. It's part of the story. It's part of the story. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to see what all the hype was about. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it tastes great. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It kinda has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. I recommend it to the whole Greenlight crew, especially Cowboy Reed. And now, everybody's feeling spry. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Athletic Greens is also a climate neutral certified company to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com greenlight green light. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash greenlight to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. My God, it is 4.58 p.m. I am off to the worst start in the history of March Madness. I think I'm off to like an 0-5 start outside of the, uh, the first four or whatever they're calling the first round this, in, in the second round outside the Indiana game. Uh, I have not won a bet. And I've bet on pretty much all of them. And then we get to the North Carolina game and I say, (laughs) the one bet I feel like I'm going to win today is UNC. I say, you know what? Let me fade myself. This is that time in the tournament where you realize you probably have Mm. to fade yourself. And I did that. And Marquette's down by 30 points with 18 to go in the second. So Fax and I just wrapped a really fun live watch with my brother Kyle. Back back, back. he popped in. Cowboy Reed was in. Matt's in. Don't forget Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham was on watching Michigan. Yeah, the live stream was lit. They are lit. And, you know, Nate, we've got an opportunity to do more, so we'll do another one, uh, y'all's today, our tomorrow. That's Friday uh, during the round of 64.
2: Um What time did the game start tomorrow
0: uh, today? They, they all start around noon. 12. I mean, like, oh, you know, okay, they start time. around noon, but we'll probably pop on tomorrow, say, 2 Okay. Or so. So, if you're listening, go to Green Light Tube on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Leave some comments. We're gonna we're gonna do a uh, a giveaway tomorrow. If we get a million, um, <laughs> you know, the, I'm so bad at this YouTube thing, like kind of like understanding what drives it and whatnot. But I'm really trying to give it the old college so try. So re-
2: so so the real thing is, you start at about ten thousand likes. Yeah. Or a certain for amount of comments. Okay,
0: so a million <laughs> likes. No, a million viewers, and I will give somebody a brand new car. You, but you're serious, though. Yeah, but, I'll give somebody a brand new car if we get a million viewers. Fuck I, yeah, it's not going to happen. Oh, just in the chat. Oh, in the. I'll, you, I'll give you have somebody to be in the chat a brand new car. Okay, somebody in the, the chat. He's going to get a brand new car. I'm Steve Harvey. But wait, wait,
2: wait. You have to specific, specify this because the live stream stays up on the channel after and it yeah. can hit a me, million views. And so everyone in the chat oh, yeah, you're right. they will concurrent, be asking bro, concurrent.
0: It's a YouTube term. Concurrent.
2: <laughs> live. Say we have to a, a million people live.
0: Yeah, a million people live. And uh, I will I will buy somebody a new car, okay? Not gonna happen, Nate, but tune in tomorrow. Uh, Listen, a couple things here. Richmond's got a a major chance to make the All Vibes team. Like the entire team might be the All Vibes team. They got guys that look funny as hell, and it's (laughs) awesome. They have a tall squanch. They have multiple guys that look like they could be accountants, I love those guys. Marquette uniforms are crummy. Reed and I were talking about that. They ditched all the baby blue. What happened to Marquette's uniforms? they peaked in 2004. And then the staggering thing, this was the best thing I heard all day. Whenever they went to four channels, so like, remember they eventually expanded
4: it out to like, like TBS and True TV, True because TV. people were complaining. What does
0: True TV even do in do you, Usually Otherwise, like April. It's courtroom, crime, courtroom, crime, crime, crime drama. Yo, though. True TV is one of the funniest things ever because get for 11 bag, months a year girl. it's doing judge judy and like true crime stuff or yep. what yes and then the next month it's march madness
4: yeah it's just owned by cbs is why they use it but basically people were complaining like oh i can't watch all the games which was true you couldn't watch right. all the games at the same time right uh, but we at least used to get the fun of like four different games coming down to the wire at the same time i prefer and now that. we don't
0: get that i prefer that everybody's watching multiple tvs not everybody but a lot of people are watching multiple t- TVs and gambling makes, um, that pip, do you, do you, do you ever use
2: your pip, the pitcher in pitcher,
0: <laughs> dude, I don't do you ever know utilize how to set that? up an alarm clock man. like <laughs> picture in picture. Well, I mean like, but anyways, like gamblers buttered the NCAA tournament's bread and everybody knows that. So if gamblers want to see everything at once, mm-hmm. I would count myself as one of those people. I think that would be better, but Hey, it is what it is. We're blessed. I'm looking a gift horse in the mouth and I don't wanna do that. That's an old saying, you know what that means? I do not. You know, you get something awesome, don't like. That's up there with raining cats and dogs almost. Yeah, if anybody knows where raining cats and dogs came from, let us know.
4: They don't know, I I looked it up, it's a topic of much debate. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that.
0: That's hilarious.
2: So, kudos whoever started that and like, just hey, I'ma throw this (laughs) out there. (laughs) I'ma throw
0: this out there and keep it going. They're definitely dead. Hey, Nate. We got two pieces of NFL news. Your boy. One, Fletch got released. So Fletcher Cox, uh, probably at this point, a decade pretty much with the Eagles. I don't know if it's been 10.
2: Congrats to him on a um, great tenure
0: there. Oh my God, what a career he's had in Philly. And you think about all the great defensive players that played in Philly. You know, he's up there with the top. I mean, obviously nobody's Reggie White and that's like the gold standard. But Fletch is up there with some of the best to ever do it. The Clyde Simmons of the world, there. Um, you know, um, Jerome Brown, Seth Joyner, some of the less celebrated guys, but still awesome players that played in Philly. Like, there's such, a, such a, uh, a deep defensive history. And uh, he's one of the best that, that ever did it on that side of the ball in Philly. And he's going to have an opportunity to go somewhere. Uh, again, like you talk about Chandler Jones earlier, picking for the first time in his life after 30. Fletch is going to get a chance to pick for the first time since he was a high school kid in Yazoo City, picking Mississippi State. I mean, like you're a kid in Yazoo City, it's not like you're like I could look at UCLA. I could look like this is cool for Fletch, and I know it sucks. It's a tough day, but not a shock, I guess. Like people wondered if that was his last year, and um, I think the odds-on favorite would have been that something like this happened. Um, He's a guy that I think. Had restructured his contract before, I don't know how this came about. I don't know. I haven't talked to Fletch, um, but he's somebody I loved playing with, and such a great player. The mix of explosiveness and like leverage and you know, quickness and strength, that's a rare kind of skill set, and he's a throwback guy. He's like a guy you'd see in the '90s, six, five, can get off the rock. And I know he's older, but he's going to help a team and uh, I like the Chargers, man. I, I don't know if you search Fletcher Cox, Chargers, if something comes up, but I feel like that's the team that could really use him. Somebody asked me about the best duo and, in the ACC. Him AFC and,
2: West. him and Limbo, Joseph. Well, yeah, and and Bosa inside. and Mac. I mean, Crazy. like, I'm thinking the Bills try to grab him. They just got the Bills Vaughn. too. They the just Bills got Von Miller. You have someone up putting that pressure up the middle to send the Von. Von could run the loop on anybody. had
0: Oliver and Fletcher in the middle, you got a young guy who's just coming on. You got a vet who'd be good for him. Um, as Georgia State is hanging is that in here Drummond with Gonzaga, or prayers up to Matt. Um, on the on Taddy Championship drawing Gonzaga. But I say that to say I love Fletch. He's one of my best buddies that I play with and somebody I made my stay in Philly like very enjoyable. A great teammate and somebody I, I profited off of playing with. I mean like straight up at that age, like could still play some ball, but it sure helps to have a Fletcher Cox right there next to you. And you know what else is awesome? The memes. The memes are awesome. I mean we love that two, three years later they draft a kid named Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, I used to stand next to, we had a guy named Green, I used to stand next to Green and Johnson. <laughs> you know, we had a guy named Brown, we had a guy named White. There were so many combinations in that Philadelphia locker room. We had a Wendell Smallwood. And we had Nick Foles. Oh, But like, we we had so much fun on that team not with just with the jerseys but like hanging out off the field the whole thing that's when that's when d-lines have the most fun when we go get dinner together when we when we we work together but we also know each other's families and all that stuff and we had a cool group so fletch was the best player on that group and on a d-line that didn't have double digit sacks um for anybody up front but was a real strength of that team he was the reason we were great i mean bg was a reason we were great Fletch was a reason we were, we were great in that people game plan for Fletch. That's who you game plan for. If you were to eavesdrop in an opposing offensive line room on a Thursday, they're talking about Fletcher Cox. Where is he? What's the plan for Fletcher Cox? We'll worry about everybody else later. Some great players on that line um, like to think they accounted for us all, but Fletcher Cox is where it started. And I hope that uh, even in the second chapter, he's going to make somebody very happy. I think he will. Allen Robinson. Before we we did the live watch, we recorded the winners and losers just a little bit ago that you heard, and I recorded Allen Robinson as a loser. He's still sitting there. Like I thought, when you think about wide receivers on the market, people couldn't wait for Allen Robinson to get uh, to get freed up, you know, from Chicago. Like we, I mean, I feel like he's a player that has a hive, you know, like an Allen Robinson hive, and then fans love him. You know, people online are like imagining, you know, Allen joining their team, people in Jacksonville imagining that, you know, Allen Robinson has a homecoming, and then you sign Christian Kirk for 18 a year. I mean, like, I was just wondering why he was sitting there. And sometimes, though, a player sitting there doesn't mean he doesn't have looks. A player sitting there might be sitting there because he's been through a lot of bad quarterback play, a lot of ups and downs in his career, and he's outplayed his situations almost every year. And so somebody like that is kind of (laughs) scarred and somebody like that wants to take their time. And I think he found the right, right situation for him. I was saying Allen Robinson to Indy, that'd be great, but you don't know who um, the quarterback's going to be there. And for a receiver like Allen Robinson, and this fucks them in free agency really a little bit is, I mean like the longer they sit without somebody, the musical chairs game goes and goes and, all of a sudden, you look up and you're like, well, I got Indy or nobody because everybody signed. He's in LA. He's in good hands. Matt Stafford, great quarterback. And the irony of that is Matt Stafford used to be Allen Robinson. Like, it's so interesting to me that within a year, I mean, people never tried to sign in Detroit. Like, Allen Robinson on a much smaller scale is going to be a guy that people root for in his new home. That's less dysfunctional. That he can really shine in. That he gets a great quarterback thrown in the ball, and they'll look upon that and root for him because there's Matt Stafford. So it's a really cool situation. A year ago, Matt was the guy that was fleeing, and now people are fleeing to Matt Stafford and the Rams.
4: Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Three years, forty-five million with thirty mil guaranteed. I was wondering, how do you like the fit with? him and Cooper Cup as the two receivers there. Like do they mesh well together with the the route types that they I would think so.
0: I think Cooper Cup can go can he can run the whole tree, man. Like I really do, you know, I'm no wide out, but I, I really do think Cooper Cup's a guy that can get you catches anywhere on the field. So, you know, I think the way that they mix those those three by ones up and like, you know, put people over to the to the side of the field where there's a ton of receivers and a little bunch or whatever. Um, and then they they manipulate where the help's going to be, you put the other guy opposite, and you pick on somebody, or vice versa. And so, like you saw a lot of those two man games working out well with Cup and Odell. And I don't mean two man games like out of the bunch. I mean like conceptual two man games. It's really great that now a healthy guy week one uh, starts opposite or in conjunction with a Cooper Cup. That's going to be big for that offense. They they missed Odell in that Super Bowl. I think they run away with that Super Bowl a little bit if Odell's healthy. So what does it mean for Odell in the future? I'm not sure yet. But, you know, um, again. Hopefully it gives him time to get healthy. It's like Vaughn. You, you know, people are like, oh, it, just, it was a rental. Yeah, but what rental is not worth the Super Bowl? I mean, so far they have stuck the landing on this balancing act. You know, and the only barometer is did you win at all or not? And they, they have, and next year they look to be pretty competitive again. So, Good for Allen Robinson. My brother loves him, played with him in Chicago. Heard great things about him. He's a guy you root for. I think people will root for him. It's a lot of NFL today. We had a really fun live stream. Uh, We're gonna roll a clip or two um, so you can hear the audio. Kyle, my brother was in, You know, as I mentioned, and Nate and I and him had some pretty fun debates and shit came up. I don't know, one of them was, I don't know how, um, and we'll roll those clips in a second, but first I gotta pay up on a bet. the bet earlier in the pod, right, where I have to sing. So I got to sing. I, we, we said Bob Seeger counted. But I told an Alto Reed story, who's the sax guy. Uh, Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullets. Um, everybody knows Alto Reed's sax skills. Whether you th- know you know it or not, when you hear that note, you know what's coming next, and that's Bob Seger, and that's Alto Reed, Alto Reed made Turn The Page. I mean, Bob Seger had bars on Turn The Page, but Alto Reed and the sax made Turn The Page, which is maybe my favorite Bob Seger song, which I know is chalky, but as we went through it a second ago, on, there's a lot of great Bob Seger songs. So I gotta pay up, I gotta sing a song, guys. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna go in. Did you like this song when you heard it? I did. Okay. This is from 72 also, it's called Turn The Page. Out there in the spotlight, you're a million miles away. Every ounce of energy you try to give away. As the sweat pours out your body like the music that you play. Alto. Later in the evening as you lie awake in bed. With the echoes from the amplifiers Ringing in your head You smoke the day's last cigarette Remembering what you said Damn mm. right, Here I am On the road again Here I am Up on the stage here I go, playing star again. There I go, turn the page. There I am mm. on the road again. Oh, here I go, up on the stage. Oh, here I go. Playing the star again,
2: here I am, I am, go, woo, ah, Bob Singer. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, you could possibly get a little record deal. You like
0: think? That. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I've done it in the shower for many years, dude. I think so. Okay. And,
2: your Instagram following yeah. with your likability yeah. and everything
0: involved. I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. Bob was too loud. That's why I kept mixing up where there I am and it here wasn't, I am. It
2: wasn't it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> terrible and you have the yeah. look. It no, wasn't hey, terrible. Dude, I have the look, you're right. And if you get like a good you're producer, right. put a little yeah, auto tune right. or something on it, it, that shit might be yeah. fire, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I got the video like, of it. We could have Nate put it on TikTok and see I could if if become kids like the it. Jake Paul
0: of music. Oh here you go <laughs> all gimmicks um okay cool so i enjoyed the live stream uh i enjoyed the day march madness is awesome thanks for the hard work matt reed taylor guys we're we're, we're going to be churning out a lot of content on youtube so stick with us uh like subscribe and enjoy a couple clips from the live stream we'll catch you later today your today on youtube green light tube check us out pull up to the chat When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire, offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
6: Yeah, man, who I'm more, most excited for or I was hyped for, how about Vine getting another 100? Oh, how <laughs> cool <God>. is that? <laughs> I say you get traded, go first, get a ring. He's the first Ooh. player to have
2: $200 million contracts. Mm-hmm. Holy Two. smokes. Holy smokes.
0: Bro, he's a soccer player. We used to think that was soccer money. Baseball. Now it's coming to the NFL. Baseball, baseball money. money, soccer
6: money. It's come to the NFL now. It has. I mean Aaron Rodgers, man, I knew I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be that much, but dang Is that, is that what is that is that what's
2: broke the straw for for Tom Brady? He heard that number and was like, what the hell? Yep. Like yep. Crying, he's, can, he, he's like, if I can maintain, <laughs> I can maybe get another yeah. triple digit contract <laughs> because they gave him two hundred. Yeah, dude. Are you yeah. serious? I don't know. Yes. I don't know.
0: I think Tom Brady got bored. But I also <laughs> do I also think Brady never was gonna retire. I think he was retiring my read on it yeah. is Brady was retiring to see if they would let him out of his contract to go somewhere else. <laughs> he went to England. He met with the owner of the Bucks, who also owns Man United, and he went to the game. And was like, "Hey man, I came all the way to England. Are you gonna let you trade me to Indy or wherever the fuck you wanted to go?" And the guy was like, "No." And then he came back and unretired. That's what I think happened for people.
6: Yeah, I right? could see something like that. Some some under under the table we all know.
0: Yeah, Brady moves in silence, dude. Yeah, like I mean, could,
6: you, you know, uh, that boy uh, Brady definitely would have got more money if he wasn't with the Patriots because they just didn't pay. He just kept, you know, taking a lot of deals that yeah. would not be over the top for the yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. But boy, he could have made whew, even more. I think I think a hundred more million is He's out there. He's making for. $11
0: million this year or something. Mm-hmm. Like, which is funny to say that's now like, what's the big deal about that? You know, number on your on your uh, salary cap, but yeah, for yeah. him that's pretty amazing. He's taking yeah. a serious haircut.
6: <laughs> I mean, he getting he getting them endorsements on the outside though, so it's probably not even you know hurting them at all.
0: Football players are just starting to do that, where they really like kind of build a business world around them like mm-hmm. basketball players had kind of the, the they were ahead of the game with that what is like it? marketing and branding themselves and the nil is going to help with
2: that though yeah
0: because kids like already
2: doing it in college depending on what college you're going to because yeah. some of these schools i was just listening to a kid talk i think um what nebraska yeah like some of those kids are making the equivalent to like 100k a year because like they're doing they're doing all these different type of social media deals, but they're getting them free housing, stuff that, like, Bro, honestly... The stuff that
0: people had honestly, to sneak around should, to do exactly. and it should have never been a sneak around exactly. thing. It stuff that, yeah.
2: honestly, <laughs> it, honestly, we should have been had. And, like, like, if you're a booster and you want to help out some current players and stuff, like, the practical way is, hey, get these guys housing, get these mm-hmm. guys extra food, get these guys things that they're going to... Practically need, but now if you can incorporate that, get some advertising for your company, your business. Yeah, dude. Show all work out. That's pretty
0: damn cool. And you know what sucks, and I haven't thought this through, so maybe it's not true, but Alabama, uh, all their boosters are probably pissed because now they got to file taxes. (laughs) Facts. Oh, how do you feel about Chandler Jones, the Raiders, BG?
6: Man, that was a great pickup because how. how, how, how they was playing last year. Like they I thought they D line played real good. Um, you know, all year getting pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, adding him. Man, it's whew, they lost Yannick, but they added even more. Um I think they're gonna, you know, be right there at the top the top five D lines.
0: Gotta be. I, I think the Raiders, as BG pointed out, they win because, you know, Chandler is an upgrade, and I don't mean that as like unique as is- he's a badass rusher, but Chandler's like a hall of famer. So, um, you know, Chan, and I think this too, I said this on the podcast today, BG, and you probably know what I mean, but like his style of rush is conducive to him playing well into his 30s. Like, yep. it's not about like when he loses an out, a little bit of speed, he's not gonna fall off the face of the earth because he's a oh. really bendy guy naturally, and he's got great hands, like great yep. hands. He's like a technician.
5: So what's the four one one here on
0: the, this hoop rock? The four one one is that we were talking about Bob Seeger.
5: Turn the page. Holy shit! Turn, turn the page. That is the. That is the... <laughs> That's how it goes. If you did I tell it. you?
0: Did I tell you or did I tell on you? A lonely, lonesome highway. That's like a. It's like primal with us. Primal. <laughs> alto hey. reed kyle i just <laughs> that's you know, it i was just well, talking about that sax shit. alto Reed's the sax guy did i tell you i partied with him i think i've heard this story i mean it was incredible you know i'm not
5: gonna tell the whole story did you wear sunglasses the whole time you wore sunglasses yeah, the whole time
0: we were in st louis after a after Bob Seger show, and we got to go backstage. Like you know, athletes get to go backstage in Chicago. I'm sure you got through a lot of cool mm. shit. Mm. Did you? I was,
5: yeah, I mean we did. Yeah,
0: you're yeah. right. I'm giving you a hard time. I know, but I just <laughs> yes. powered right through it. Yes. What was your favorite access point that the you got? Cu-
5: the coolest thing, bar none, and I'm sure you could guess what I'm gonna say. Uh, We were at the House of Blues. Action Bronson was going to perform.
2: Oh, yeah! And I put out a tweet that week,
5: like, you know, I can't wait to see uh, Bam Bam at the House of Blues. I'm bringing my homies. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, he started out the night with a couple, like, kind of vague shout outs, you know, I hear there's some legends in the crowd, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're like, oh guys, they're talking yeah, about yeah. us for sure. They're for sure, they're us.
0: gonna point to the Bears o And then
5: all of a sudden, and we, we have a suite up on the rafters, and yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden the guitar intro for Easy Rider plays off his brand new album, um, and he, he, like, he starts walking around Thanks, on stage, homie. he jumps off the front of the stage, clears the crowd like Moses on yeah. the floor while he's performing. Walks through the back of the House of Blues, up the stairs, into our suite, and performs with the the microphone. And I'm crushing a beer and some nachos. And he's, bro, how good is that microphone? How good is
2: that? That's so. I
5: got a picture of it on my IG. It was the coolest access point, like you know, to some celebrity type shit.
2: Yo, a lot of these college kids bet. So, yeah. like, for real, for real, they're invested. Like, they no, take a no no little bears.
5: stipend and they buy into Dogecoin and they try to double it up. Stipend. Well,
2: here, okay, here's something they, they that's... Get allowance. I use stipend for a lack of a better term. Here's you some, know you yeah. know your white kids get allowance. I say until your, For a You while. went to King Low Hayward High School, yeah. bro, bro, in Connecticut. I you, think I, you went to a I private not, school, all <laughs> all I did not get allowance. I ain't going to ask my parents. That's a lie. I think I used to get, like, a 5 to $10 Where'd allowance. Where'd you go to high school?
0: <laughs> King. And where and what side of uh in Connecticut a, yeah, in Connecticut with King,
5: King. You know what we got as kids? <laughs> what you get? Tough love.
0: We did. We sure did. Yo. Here's the thing though. We were rich. Yo, like yo. we were cut here, it out. You up. guys you
2: guys told the story we how were you rich ass You stole his allowance. You hey, told the story hey, no. how you
0: stole his allowance. We last were, time. We were, we you were, worked
5: stonemasonry as a sixth grader for that. I worked stonemasonry in high school. I stole it. But
0: hold on a second. Here here's the deal. <laughs> totally rich kids, soft kids, all that stuff but first generation rich soft kids Big it's a totally different deal it's like you know a lot of my teammates used to be like yes. oh were you You're like "oh you you bust my balls about you know growing up with with money or whatever you have kids, meanwhile right? their kids I'm like how about your kids i was like what babies they are cuz you make 5 times what my dad yeah. did but anyways Nate you went to private school in
2: Connecticut <laughs> How was that? I was on a scholarship. It was, great. Oh, was great.
0: Was
5: it the school right by the ferry to the city where all the people worked in the city? <laughs>
2: the ferry?
5: Yeah, they take a ferry there from Connecticut? <laughs> or is that Jersey? Where do they do it the
2: ferry from? <laughs> there is a ferry to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Okay. But I, I didn't... I, I was in Stanford,
0: Connecticut and train guy.
2: I went to I went to high school exactly like Stab. Nate had to ride it
0: took longer for Nate to get to school because he had to ride over on a boat like in the ferry. (laughs) I got to go to my... Next to my, a bunch of
5: white-collar <laughs> criminals. Yeah.
2: No, you want to know even better? Yeah. My first two years... Or first, yeah, two years ago in the school. So my town... I grew up in Port Chester, New York. And the rule is, because there's no private schools in the area, mm. that if you get accepted to a private school outside the area, the town has to provide you with transportation. Until, like, you're old enough to drive.
5: Like they show up with a white van at your no, house? No, this is no. funny.
2: So listen. So listen. So... I have to take a bus essentially with six other kids in the area that also are in private schools in our areas that get picked up. And for the, my school started a week or two before everyone else. So the first two weeks, I would get picked up by a small yellow school bus. And I would be the only one on it riding.
0: He had personal. Minutes. He had a personal <laughs> escort sure, but, to but, school. He had a but, personal escort. Not only did he go to school in Connecticut, did you talked to the driver. He had a driver. Did you
5: talk to your driver? It <laughs> was like
2: so. The driver, like you shout out, him? shout out to Herman. <laughs> like it was like one of these older gentlemen, like from my town, that like like everyone's family knew and it was like odd
5: job guy.
0: Yeah, like he he drove buses. Or guy that drives kids to Connecticut. <laughs> what
2: <laughs>
5: else did What else did Herman do?
2: Yo, I don't know, but it was just funny to my first two weeks of school I had to drive I had to ride like in a little yellow school bus um by myself. But a couple of times they couldn't get buses, so they would give him like a Lincoln Town car mm. and that would look really cool getting dropped off like in like one of those, like it's like a limo. Front seat or back seat? I would be in the back seat. Okay.
5: <laughs> you ever asked to be in the front? No. You ever touch his radio?
2: <laughs> no.
5: Okay. Did he play music on the way did to not school? touch his yeah. radio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was a big jazz guy. Big jazz oh, guy. Oh, yeah? Smooth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. So is Kareem. <laughs> Seriously. Kareem's big jazz guy. We were just talking about that. Anybody? Kareem's dad played with uh, Youssef Latif did he not that's the sickest fucking thing in the world jazz guys somebody give me a flute i think i think it's cool st louis catching strays
1: everyone stop i'm tied for first in espn's march madness i'm tied for first (laughs) look after one game after after one game (laughs) how many people are
5: tied with you probably millions
0: Ralph said, one time my dog got high because he accidentally ate a roach on the street.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah! Yo, I
2: can see that happening.
0: That's like pro- he sat there and stared at the door for hours. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, man, that's so funny.
0: Would a dog get really high ingesting a little bit of weed? Yes.
2: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. People it's panic. People, People panic and go to the vet.
0: You don't remember the little chihuahua that
2: went viral? Yeah. With the girl? It, did the it girl get was like, oh, it couldn't even lift its head up, bro. <laughs> it was like, look what Megan said in the
4: fucking group text, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
1: great. Ralph, Ralph was just like, dude, why are you peeing yourself? <laughs> Dog's like, point. why are you letting me out? So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He said he he said the dog was standing at the door peeing because he ate the roach. Megan said maybe the dog needed to go outside to pee (laughs) (laughs) Probably not though. Probably 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 was the roach.